And welcome once again to another edition of A Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf. Joining me in the studio today is my son, Stephen Elmendorf. Hello. And his friend, Ozan. Hi. Now, Ozan, I didn't say your last name because I don't, I don't even know your last name. Oh, Ozan Bellick. Bellick. So it's, it's great to have you here. Um, our listeners may be wondering um, why we're having this discussion uh, with you young guys, and the answer is you've just come through college, and uh, Stephen's going to be starting a job. Ozon, you have a job. and um, Had both, a job. Had a job, okay. <laughs> and both of you guys um, are relatively fresh in terms of your college experience. And today on A Plain Answer, we want to just talk about and kind of catch the nuances of, of college students and both of you are Christians. Both of you, of course, have different stories. How do you live a Christian life? You're, you're on a secular campus. Uh, maybe we can talk a little bit about evangelism. But to get us started, maybe Stephen, first-year experience. Now, obviously, I know it, but maybe our listeners don't. What, what did you go through? You ended up at Stony Brook. What led to that? And what was your first impression there on campus, a secular campus? Yeah, so my first year experience was um, actually pretty good. Um, I went to uh, Stony Brook um, based on one recommendation by one of my professors from uh, Ulster County Community College. And uh, he said it was a pretty good school for my major. So I was like, you know, it sounds good. Took a look at it. Had a nice campus and the price was right. So I went there. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually before I left, I remember um, actually uh, riding with you. And you, I remember you saying, you know, so what is the biggest thing that you want um, out of your college and I remember saying, well, the biggest thing for me, for at least for at that point, was that I wanted to uh, draw closer to God um, mm-hmm. in my relationship with Him. And so I think that was um, that was actually a big decision um, to make that right up front um, going into it. And I think that really led to um, my first year being the way it was. Mm. And so my first year, uh, I spent a lot of time with my friends at... Uh, the university group there, and also in the church, in the fellowship there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was... Uh, that really helped me a lot. So I guess you you go down to college and basically right away you seek out um, some Christian fellowship. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, now Ozon, your experience mm-hmm. is is different in a way. Yep. And um, maybe you can tell our listeners what you went through. Uh, so I went to college because my parents wanted me to. Um, I wasn't a Christian. Um, you weren't. I was not a. You Christian. were not a Christian. Okay. Uh, I don't come from a Christian family, um, and at the time I was going through some pretty uh, rough patches personally, um, where um, I, I was trying to to find out how to make sense of my life. Um, yeah, sure. And I didn't think that I didn't think that college was the answer. I didn't think that work was the answer. I didn't think mm-hmm. that any of those were the answer. <laughs> and I certainly didn't think that God was the answer. I was. Uh, vehemently opposed to any kind of religious thinking. You really were. I was. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, because I've met people like that. They don't want anything to do with Christianity. You think you're nuts or whatever. <laughs> uh, so, so you were you were opposed. I was opposed. Yeah, but I, I had to go to college because I was living with my parents. I, I couldn't. Uh, I didn't have anything to stand on to go out on my own, and uh, I was pretty yeah. much dependent on them. And they they practically demanded it. Now, so, where, where did they live? Uh, at the time, we were living in the D.C. area, but we okay. actually ended up moving to Long Island for okay. a combination of 
my school and my dad's work. Well, that's that's where Stony Brook is, certainly. Yes. So there you are. Yeah. So you're on the, on this campus, and somehow you met Stephen. So that took a while. Um, yeah, that took a while. <laughs> <laughs> but before that, uh, what happened? So I was at Stony Brook for about six years. Uh, not much happened there during the four the first four years. I was okay. practically a hermit. Um, and I really didn't want to be there, and I ended up changing majors uh, about two-thirds of the way through. That's got to be a miserable experience. You're, you're oh, here at a place, you don't want to be there, and now you're going to change your major, and it's like, uh, man, that's that's miserable. Yes, uh, it, was, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but somewhere along the way, um, people uh, came up to me, and uh, at this point, I guess I was ready to finally have some friends. Uh, so then I, I started talking to people, and... Um, through it. it it's it's a bit of a long story but i yeah. ended up meeting this girl uh, oh, you met a girl i met, oh, no, I this, met a girl. This, this story gets interesting all, all the more <laughs> yes all right and i immediately found out that she was a christian ah uh, yes and my first thought was what a waste um interesting so that's what came across this girl you met uh probably a nice girl and and you say oh Very man nice what a what a waste that is she's a christian Yes. Yeah, interesting. Um, but then I found out that she had read this read this book that I thought extremely highly of. I was very surprised and impressed, and I wanted to to, to know more, to mm-hmm. get to know this, this girl better. Um, mm-hmm. And I did. I realized she was extremely smart and well, and she had a lot of well-thought-out ideas about um, just how things are mm-hmm. and should be. Uh, we started having... A lot of long, intense discussions, and uh, pretty pretty quickly, I I fell in love with her. Uh, oh, you fell in love with I her? I fell in love. Oh with my! Her. Now you know Christians often will say, "You don't play missionary on the dating field." They tell that to uh, fellow Christians, and <laughs> sometimes this, um, you know, it's well intended and it's and there's a lot of wisdom in it, but. Sometimes it doesn't quite fit that mold. So that this is an interesting story. So you you fell in love with this girl. What's her name? Jenny. Jenny fell in love with Jenny, and you're not a Christian yet, right? Oh, that's interesting. Um, yeah, and and she told me that it wouldn't work. Ah, okay. There you go. There's the other part of the equation. Oh, because Christians must marry in the Lord. Yes. yes. Okay. Well. I'm just looking at the clock here, and I realize we need to take a short break. Today we're talking about college experiences, particularly um, on a secular campus. We have two graduates here from, it turns out, Stony Brook University. One is my son, Stephen, and his friend, Ozan, Bellick. And uh, what we'll do is we'll take a short break, continue this story on the other side. Stay with us. We'll be right back. can take a dying man and raise him up to life again what can heal the wounded soul what can make us white as snow what can fill the emptiness what can mend our brokenness brokenness we'll be right back with our program in just a minute Now a reminder that your gifts to this ministry enable us to bring you thoughtful, Christ-centered programming 24 hours a day. Would you prayerfully consider helping us with a tax-deductible gift this month? 
Redeemer Broadcasting is a 501c3 not-for-profit broadcast ministry. We're entirely listener-supported and have no advertisements. If you would like to help support us this month, and perhaps in the future, our mailing address is Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Once again, Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Stay with us now for the second half of our program. What restores our faith in God? What reveals the Father's love? What can lead the way we're What can melt a heart of stone? What can free the guilty ones? What can save and overcome? And welcome back. You're tuned to A Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf. In the studio with me today, my son Stephen and his friend Ozan Bellick. Now, we've been talking about college experiences. Both of these young men are graduates from Stony Brook University. They, they went to this uh, secular university. Stephen entered as a Christian. Ozan did not enter as a Christian. And Ozan, before the break, you were telling us a little bit uh, you find yourself on campus, and this is not necessarily particular to Stony Brook, but you find yourself on campus and you go through a change of majors, you're trying to make sense out of life, and you end up um, meeting a friend, and it's a girl. Her name is Jenny, and you actually fall in love with her. Um, she's a Christian, you're not. And she basically tells you, this isn't going to work because you're not a Christian. So pick it up from there. What happens next? Yeah, so um, she wanted to just be friends. Uh, I wanted something more, but I respected her her wishes, although right. uh, my feelings were pretty much getting out of control, and I, I would often bring the topic back to the possibility of, of uh, uh, more than friendship. And at, at some point, she... Um, well, she she was feeling very conflicted. She asked her, oh, yeah. her father what to do. Now, that's wise. Yes. yes. <laughs> Young ladies out there always ask your dads, <laughs> assuming they're believers, and, right. and they have a lot of wisdom, yes. And, and you know, to be clear, she had no intention of dating me, but she didn't know what to do about this whole situation, how to, to right. make things better. Um, and her dad gave her some very wise advice, Um um, he he told her that uh, boys can be a lot like puppies, mm. uh, a lost puppy, kind of cute, mm-hmm. feel bad for it, um, and you know he just wants your affection. But if you keep petting the puppy, then he'll just uh, yes. keep coming back to you and won't leave you alone. And right. show the puppy attention, and it kind of forms a bond there. Right. So. He advised her to cut contact, at least for a while. Just cut it off. Yeah. Cut it off uh, to end their friendship until things sort of simmered down. So at the time, did she tell you that, that she was going to be doing that? Uh, Yes. Oh, she did? She did. That must have been a big... I begged her not to. (laughs) (laughs) So she's cutting you off. Yeah. And then then she cut me off. I was miserable for a little while. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And then I had... Miserable ozone. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I shaved my head. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Figuratively. So then I had a series of adventures slash misadventures that uh, all sort of pointed me in this direction of realizing that um, I wasn't uh, as much in charge of my own life, or at least... That's interesting to me because I sit here thinking there's a reason why you were placed here, Mm. right, in this university amongst these friends. It's like God's got his hand on your life. Right. There's something happening here. Tell us more. So so there's there's the aspect of um, I'm being led down a path. I had moments of realization <laughs> along those, those lines, but there's also the the sort of more more uh, shattering aspect of I thought I could handle it. I, I thought I could right. handle anything that came my way and figure things out. I I thought that um, I was master of my own destiny yeah, yeah. and I realized I couldn't even do a very small thing, which was uh, yes. keep the girl that I was in love with friends with me, and and then this set of other things. I realized, you know, I'm I'm totally unequipped for life. Yeah. Um, and after a series of these, I realized I need to make some big changes, um, open up to being human again, huh. um, being yeah. more of a regular sort of person and realize that I have needs. Yeah. And about a year after I first met Jenny, we uh, became friends again. I still had feelings for her, but I was trying to to hide them. Hide them, yeah. I just wanted it to stay at a friendship. Um, But then we started hanging out a lot together and I later found out that that she she also started developing a crush on me. Oh, yeah. Oh, but in the meantime, uh, there was one very important thing that I, I left out. Jenny was part of this Christian fellowship on campus uh, yes, called uh, InterVarsity Christian Fellowship that Steve uh, was also part right. of. Yep. Um, and that's that's how we got to know each other better. So that's how you got to know each other, was yep. through I- InterVarsity IV. Yep. Okay. Um, so year after Jenny and I first meet, uh, one of her friends invited me to uh, this anniversary retreat called Big Event. Okay. And I was feeling adventurous. Uh, <laughs> so you weren't afraid to go? I was not afraid to go. I was a little bit afraid. I was, a little bit, yeah. I was These crazy Christians. Not, yeah. so you got to worry about the Christians all the time. Absolutely. You know, I'm teasing you. <laughs> <laughs> Someone warned me not to drink the Kool-Aid. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I, I went with this attitude of, you know, I've, I've never gone camping before. I'll go check it out, see what these crazy Christians are up okay, to. Okay, yeah. And that was a weekend that really turned my perspective around. God used uh, it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, there was so much that happened that weekend. Huh. I didn't I didn't commit to anything. I didn't no. change my belief system. But what, what did change was... Um, I realized that um, there was something really beautiful in Christianity, and I mm-hmm. wanted it to be true, but I didn't have enough evidence at this point to believe that it was true. Um, mm-hmm. I saw the fellowship, the love between the people in that community. Um, the Bible started making sense to me for the first it time. It did, really, yeah. yes. And there were 
and and just the things that I was I was reading and being exposed to is like this is this is this kind of makes sense and <laughs> I want the world to be this way and I want this to be an answer um but but you had caution really, you had yeah, caution absolutely yeah it's like I've I've gone through a bunch of ideologies before I I, I don't want to just jump mm-hmm. on another one um and really like I haven't seen much evidence that this is actually how how it is it seems right. more like a fairy tale um you know, it kind kind of explains a lot of things, but it it also just you know, I had I had a lot of questions, I had yeah. doubts. So what um, what then kind of clinched it? How did the Lord work such that you now then cross the threshold, if you will, of from doubts and unbelief to trusting Jesus? I started praying. Ah. Okay. I started asking God to show me if He was real and to tell mm. me His name to yes. To, to lead me to the truth and yes things started making more and more sense and you i started, started answer prayers you started answer yeah, your prayers absolutely yeah and that's beautiful and i started seeing things happen coincidences that mm. that pointed towards god now christians would call that the providence of god you know god working in this world and he's yes. very active in this world but, but in the unbelieving eyes they it's often not seen but now it's it's like um, the scales are dropping off your eyes. You're starting to see some things of of God working in this world of His, and in your life in particular. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's neat. So, um, was Jenny happy over this? <laughs> <laughs> yes, she was very happy. She was trying to contain her ex- excitement, and I was too. And we were we both knew that um, this had to be about me and God. And it can be about very true. I'm glad to hear that. Now, Stephen, when did you? Now, you you met Ozan at InterVarsity, and um, what did he act like before he was a Christian? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't actually remember exactly. I remember yeah. um, we went to the same Bible study for um, a good part of the semester. Um, we became friends, especially since we were in one of the same classes. Um, we uh, also went to a big event together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't really know him too well until actually after he became a Christian. Okay. Um, that's when we really started, uh, you know, you yes. know, forming our friendship. Yes, yes. Well, I just, I just love this story, you know, how that God is, is a seeking and caring Savior, and he goes after the sheep, and he brings those sheep to himself. Um, so, so Jenny was happy. Yeah, and and um, so you continue, um, I'm assuming that now, now that you're starting to believe on Christ, uh, you continue in Christian fellowship. Oh, yeah. And you continue getting built up. You continue reading your Bible, I'm assuming. Absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah. Once I made that that commitment, even before when I realized that this was something, this was something big and it would change everything. You're right. Um, you're, yeah. you're right there. <laughs> now, you know, as a parent, one of my questions is, um, I know how I felt as uh, Stephen went away to college, and and my wife Debbie. Um, you know, there's always this concern, you know, that that Stephen stays close to the Lord. Now, in your case, were your parents Christians? No, they. Um, so what happened there? I mean, how did they see this? Uh, they thought that I had joined a cult. Um, oh yes. They uh, were worried and unhappy and. Uh, uh well they were they were unhappy about parts of it but they at the same time they realized the positive 
well, they could sure. see some of the positive influence well, that sure, I was having sure. and, and just how yeah. I was with them and how happy I was and how uh, I was with things like schoolwork, like things suddenly started clicking. And they <laughs> so saw you became a better student, did you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's interesting, too. So they must have been happy about that. Yeah. Um, so, so they figured, okay, because like, Christianity has a lot to do with this, and yes. so we're glad for that, but let's, let's just hope he doesn't get too crazy with it. Oh, Don't yeah. want him to be one of those radicals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, yeah and just, just keep it to yourself. Don't talk to other oh, people about it. Oh, yes. Interesting, right? So, um, did you um, did you um, join yourself to a church body at this time? Uh, yes, you uh, did. Good, good. <laughs> well, for you. actually, I didn't become a member of it. I, so, no, so I guess that's, that's understandable. I understand. You know, it's college here, so I, I can right. understand. Um, but so you started to get built up in the faith because uh, not only intervarsity, but now you're getting involved with the church. Right. And and the people and the pastor and the elders, perhaps, uh, of the church. Are you glad for the transition? I mean, that's an obvious question. <laughs> I'm looking at your smile, and it's a big, wide smile. It's obvious you are, so I, you don't have to answer that. But um, I wouldn't be alive without it. I don't necessarily mean that I, I would have come out. Yeah, I, I hear you. That was a possibility, but yeah, yeah. I, I, was, I was dead, and now I'm alive. Yeah. It's, it's now, were you always here in a... You, you, where uh, where were you born? I was born in Belgium, raised in Turkey, and moved That's to the U.S. when I was nine. Uh, moved up to the East Coast, lived in Georgia, D.C. area, Long Island, so sort okay. of all over the place. Uh, Stephen had mentioned Turkey. I didn't hear the part originally about Belgium and then in Turkey and then, then right. to the States. So you've seen different cultures. Yeah. You've seen many things I have not seen. In either Belgium or Turkey, uh, were there Christians there that you're aware of? Any Christians? Not really. I mean, uh, I was a toddler when we moved uh, yeah. uh, from Belgium back to Turkey, which is you know where my family is from. Yes. Um, and in Turkey, there are I've I've heard the number five thousand evangelical Christians. There, are, uh, some more um, Catholics and Eastern Orthodox. Uh, sure. Um, but it's definitely less than one percent, and it's just yeah. it's just not a thing now, that Turkey, as I understand it, is a kind of like a secularized Muslim culture. Is that true? Yeah, that's or? absolutely true. Okay. Um, okay. All right. So um, maybe they didn't care. I mean, I'm just guessing here. But suppose you had still lived in Turkey, would they have even cared that you had become a Christian? Yes, they would have. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it, yes, it's even it's, though they are secularized Muslim, they would have cared. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, would both they sides. would they have chopped your head off? <laughs> no, probably <laughs> no, that's not. Good. All right. Uh, All right. There have been incidents of violence, but it's you know it's not it's not yeah. quite as as bad as it might be thought to be. <laughs> now I'm just looking at the clock, and I realize our time went went by quickly. Um, let's wrap this up with um, uh, where you're at right now. You've mentioned Jenny. Um, mm-hmm. Can you tell our listeners what happened? I married her. You married her. Yeah. <laughs> you're happily married. Very happily married. And, and for how long now? A year and a half. So you've been married, uh, oh wow, a year and a half, and um, you became a Christian first. Yes. And that was the that was so important to realize. And so, uh, where do you live now? Uh, we live in Jersey right now, but okay. we're planning to move to California. Oh, well, we're going to miss you. I've only met you this one time, maybe one other time, but... 
um, we'll have to stay in touch somehow. So what are you going to do out in California? Well, uh, Jenny has applied to grad school. She wants to get a Ph.D. in linguistics. Oh, Um, that's neat. Yeah. That's wonderful. (laughs) Oh, excellent. And uh, you you have some um, technical background with your training? Yeah, I was a computer science major. Yes. Um, I worked at as a as a software engineer for mm-hmm. I guess a few years. Oh, um, so you got some experience now. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh but I recently quit my job to yeah. um pursue a different calling. I That's don't good. know what yet. That's uh, okay. Don't worry about that. I mean, you're 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 obeying the Lord. I mean, it's it's obvious the Lord has his hand on your life. And uh, you're aware that there's a calling there, and now you're you're trying to figure out the next step. Yep, that's good. So maybe we'll check back with you at another time. Yeah, and <laughs> see how you made out, because in in God's economy, uh, you'll make out very well. Well, this has been rich, and uh, I want to encourage the parents listening today to prayerfully send your kids off to college. And I, I think the theme here that's come out is that how important and vital it is that kids uh, in, in college, whether it's Christian or secular, uh, seek out Christian fellowship and, and not be fake, phony, and frauds about it, but you know, really <laughs> seek it out and, and become friends with those who love our Savior. And uh, that probably is the best safeguard uh, for, your, for your life moving forward. Uh, to to love the people of God and love the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, Ozon, thanks for joining us. And you have a last comment before yes, we... Yes, yes. There's one thing I would like to add. Um, I know from the other side that parents rightly uh, feel a strong temptation to to try to control their their children's lives to, to, to the extent that they can, put them on the right path, and it's very frustrating when you realize that that you really don't have that control, yes. um, and you know you can't you can't force your kids to to know Christ. You can't you force can't. right, and you can't even force them to to go to church or 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 to to join a fellowship. Mm. Um, but the best thing, the most important thing that you can do for them is to is to pray for them. That's beautiful. I appreciate that. Thank you for sharing that. Today on a plain answer, we've been talking about college and evangelism and the Christian life uh, in the studio with me has been my son, Stephen, and also Ozon, Stephen's friend, and now my friend. If you have any questions for either of these two young men, uh, please write us using the email address ministry at redeemerbroadcasting.org. And a reminder to join us again next week for another edition of A Plain Answer. Power of the cross.